It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Ah, yes, podcast time. Eddie Scazzeri joins me today with uh, Jerry in Indiana for Rutgers. Welcome, Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, podcast people. Uh, Gina was upset the last time because uh, in the beginning of the podcast when we did this, I said I was going to ask you about stuff that I saw on Ancient Aliens, and then I never referenced Ancient Aliens again. I went to this one documentary I saw about uh, uh, a gray alien. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so uh, Gina and I had watched a bunch more Ancient Aliens. Uh, in particular, I was very fascinated with, and every time we watched, she goes, ask Eddie. Ask Eddie about this. Ask Eddie about this. The pyramids in general mm-hmm. is, is a crazy thing, as we know. Like, And I didn't realize how gigantic some of them were. Like, uh, and, and the fact that they're not just in Egypt. They're, like, all over the world. Mm-hmm. And they have similar designs. Yes. Right? Uh, and they obviously couldn't communicate with each other back then to have similar designs around the world. Nor did we think they had the technology to be moving all of these huge pieces of uh, stones. Uh, Then there's thoughts that these pyramids are lined up on Earth so that they line up with different galaxies. And do you think aliens from another universe helped build the pyramids? Simple answer, no. Really? But it is... An amazing engineering feat. Yes. By pre-industrial humans to be able to do that. But I think if you have the will and have enough slave labor, which they probably used, or forced labor, it might be possible. But it is still a remarkable achievement um, for ancient civilizations in Egypt, in uh, I guess you're talking about the ones in Central and South America, yeah. the Mayans, the Incas, um, Aztecs, just amazing, amazing accomplishments. But I don't, it, it would be great, it would be a cool story, and I can certainly understand why people would think it. they may have had some help. I don't think so, for all the other reasons that I've given in prior uh, podcast talks about uh, visitation by aliens. But is it possible? Sure. But I I don't think so. What about this lining up of the pyramids to the different galaxies and the the, the groups of stars? I mean, the ancients often built structures that would sort of coincide with certain celestial phenomena and with the solstice, like, with you know, at, at... you know, the light would only shine through this one place on the on the summer solstice yeah. or the spring equinox or the fall equinox. And 
there's some things about like with Stonehenge and how it's aligned. So that's what the ancients didn't have a lot going on. You know, you think your life is boring. You know, they had nothing. So they had like so, all day to do this stuff. Well, and also all night to just look up at the stars and wonder about them and plot their courses and, you know, build monuments to align with certain constellations. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me as much. But what about the two things? First, the sheer size of them, because I was aware that these pyramids were large, but in seeing the, this uh, episode on Ancient Aliens, they had like a guy on a camel in front of one. Mm -hmm. I mean, he looked like he was an inch tall yeah. compared to the size of this pyramid. And the stones that they used weigh tons. And they said that the, or whoever the pyramid experts are, say that those stones weren't right near there. No. So those stones had to come from somewhere else. Yeah. To they, then. They were quarried, cut, yeah. yes. shaped. How? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you have enough time, which is all they had. But, okay, so then go, so why do they look very similar? And there are different kinds of pyramids, but there are a couple different versions that appear throughout the world. Mm -hmm. So how is that? Well, I that mean, they they're all, all quote-unquote pyramid-shaped, right? But there are others that are not, like, necessarily pyramid-shaped that they still call pyramids, mm -hmm. <clears throat> where they're... Uh, where they have like a st stairs going up the middle and they had like different um, like praying rooms in, inside them. But they're all, the basic feature is that they're wide at the base and narrowing up to a yeah. point. Yes, 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 yes. And if you are, if you haven't developed sort of uh, structural engineering designs of, you know, how to support things and the flying buttress and all this stuff, um, if you want to build something high that's stable, pyramid is really the only way to go. You stack things and then you stack a smaller level so it's not gonna so it'll be stable. All right, so it doesn't before you have the ideas of like all these Jenga. Other structural designs to support weight at height. That is just the way you have to do it. That's really the only option. And they never have said like how long they think it took. Correct. Did they? Yeah, it the could building? have taken a hundred years. <laughs> Seriously. You know, you think some of the construction projects around here last forever. Uh, right. I mean, that could have been started at the at the reign of some pharaoh and ended, you know, when he took over when he was 18 and when he died when he was 58, you know, it was almost complete or whatever. There also seems to be within the pyramids in some of the carvings or the paintings and that sort of thing, I guess carvings more so. <clears throat> some of these things that uh, that look like inventions that didn't happen for mm -hmm. many centuries. There's uh, a famous one of, uh, of an Egyptian holding what looks like a large, thin light bulb with, a, with, a, <laughs> with an electrical cord. Mm. And the ancient alien theorists will tell you that the that the aliens would come down and uh, show them different things and this is where these these carvings came from. Yeah, it's like again, it's a wonderful idea and it would be so cool if it was true. And I don't know if this uh ancient aliens show offers like um other explanations for 
uh, these things from other scientists, or if is is it just the fantastical? They're more about this is this is it's more about this is why we think it's aliens. <clears throat> they're, uh, they're oftentimes the ones I've seen don't give you a, another explanation. Most of the time, it's like they're giving you the reason why they think it could be aliens, right? But I, I, and like, how do they get the 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 higher level stones up to that. Well, yes, they could have built an earthen ramp, which could have taken them a year to build, you know, just piling dirt up to where, you know, they could then roll something up on logs or what have you with, you know, 200 guys pulling it. So is it physically possible for the ancients to have done that without technology? Yes. Would it have taken a hell of a long time and a hell of a lot of effort? Yes. Then I saw another episode where they were talking about uh, could some of the biblical stories about angels and things, Mm -hmm. could those have been aliens coming from the skies, gods in the sky, right? uh, where we think of uh, angels and wings, could that have been a jetpack instead, right. but the way that they drew it, it looks like wings. I thought that they were angels, but much to my surprise, they climbed aboard their starship and headed towards the skies. What is that uh, song? Come Sail Away. Come Sail Away. Come Sail Away. <laughs> yeah, that they're saying, was this legitimately was an episode. Was Jesus an alien? Yeah. Uh, again, the the angels are aliens talk has been around forever. Yeah. Well, not forever, but since people started thinking about extraterrestrials. Um, again, would be so cool if it were true. I don't believe it to be true, but is it within the realm of possibility? Yes. So you don't think... So do, do you think there were ancient aliens that were visiting Earth back when we had no technology? I, I don't. I would love to believe it, but I, I just can't because the evidence is sort of, you know, speculative at, at yeah, best. Th- these shows are so convincing. Oh, I'm sure they are. I mean, when you see like a carving of a, and a detailed carving of a Egyptian holding a light bulb, it's mm-hmm. so bizarre. Right. Like where that would have come from. And there were other things... They even said like that the that uh, the German army supposedly had during the Hitler uh-huh. era, where they had uh, shot down a, 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 a spacecraft or whatever and reverse engineered it, mm-hmm. and then they had a ship that looked like what some people have photographs of like uh, spaceships in the sky, and that there's a you know it, there was a craft in Antarctica that yes. the Germans had, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and wild. There's a Nazi base uh, hidden underneath the ice in uh, Antarctica. Yeah. It's yeah, insane. Yeah, and then you have like the the things that are um that look like landing strips in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the lines in the desert in South America that can only be seen from above. Yes. And they're, you know, doing all these patterns and uh, uh pictures that you really can't see unless right. you're up in the air. And they say that about the pyramids, too, that the pyramids were built to be seen from above the way mm-hmm. that they're. Uh, and then and then they were showing how where we think of a pyramid as having how many sides, four sides, mm-hmm. that it's really eight 
when you look at it from the sky, in the way that the shadows hit it, it's like each of those sides is divided into two things. Hmm. It's pretty wild. And then even like how they get power inside the the uh, the pyramids where there was like some sort of water used in there to make power it was like so confusing. Yeah, it th- that sounds like... But like you said, they're convincing. Like you were they're convincing. Yes. that there were mermaids there one time. Well, that was a very big mistake. <laughs> yeah, but still, if it's presented in a in a way, and you don't have any contrary opinions, then you know it's could be plausible too. Oh, the weird thing too with the Egyptians too is they have so many carvings of uh, human bodies with a like a bird head. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, the, they were their their gods. You know, they they had gods that were depicted as people with bird heads. Yeah, or different you know animals mixing up. Yes, different animals like the sphinx, right? Which is like the the lion with the man head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm... they had a lot of time to think about. Things. Yeah, I guess they did. I mean, there was literally after you got your food and your water. If that was secure, then what else are you doing? Right. And it's weird, too, that you can still go visit the pyramids today and w- walk on them. Yeah. Like there's people walking. I'm like, isn't that... This yeah. many people walking on pyramids, isn't that going to... I feel like it's going to harm the structure, but they've been there forever. Yeah. And also, those those tombs have been raided throughout the millennia. Well, it's the other thing today. Go, are these really tombs? Because no bodies ever turned up. Yeah. But you think people have well, stolen Well, there from have them? been some, but, you know, but uh, there was a lot of tomb raiding that went on. There were also carvings in some of the pyramids that look just like a gray alien head with the big eyes, mm-hmm. the big head. Yeah. I wish, I really wish that I could 100% buy into all yeah. that. Yeah. Buy in, Eddie. But I, I, I wish I could because it would be so cool. And if it were, you know, if there were more hard evidence, scientific evidence, um, you know, that went through the whole process of trying to prove and disprove it, you know, it would be, it would be wonderful. Yeah. I really want to do more research. And by that, I mean, watch more shows about not reading or anything Mm -hmm. about the pyramids. Because this is a really interesting thing as to like what a mystery there's some mysteries in the world that we are never going to know for sure oh yeah that pyramids is one of them or even like the greatest mystery of all how the hell did all this life yeah start they're not sure they have theories but you know how did it start and then once it started it just kind of hung out for two billion years before he even became multicellular. And then then once sexual reproduction started as a term as opposed to asexual, then it was just like boom. Then the sort of Darwinian uh, evolution started to take over at, at high speeds. And you got just a pol- proliferation of life forms, the Cambrian explosion, they call it, and just a short geologically speaking, period of time where you went from just single cells to multi-cells and then fish and animals and plants and everything else. If aliens don't exist, why do we always draw aliens the same way? Hmm. 
Like if you ask a little kid to draw an alien, he's going to draw you a gray, one of the grays with the big eyes. Well, it, it, you know, presuming he hasn't seen anything. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. So maybe some sort of a genetic memory of that's sort of embedded in us, like what you know, reasons why most people fear snakes or have a fear of you know animals with big teeth, and maybe it's something that's just embedded in us. But I, I don't have I don't have a good theory or explanation for that one. Yeah, but also if I said to a kid to draw a unicorn, they would know what to draw. If they, even though we don't know what he, even though unicorns don't exist, right? If they had been exposed to that term or that animal or that fantasy animal, right? But if you told them, if they really didn't know anything about it, and had never seen a horse, and weren't like you know, if they were young enough where they didn't understand unicorn means one horn and and all that, who knows what they would draw. The more I watch, though, Ancient Aliens, the more I'm, I believe aliens. Well, I mean, just you should then... From back then. You know, just like, uh, just Google and start with Wikipedia and go off of that. Just, you know, uh, you know, Egyptian pyramids or the Great Pyramids of Giza. And then just read what they say about theories about construction. Yeah. You'll get other ideas and there will be, you know, either links to other wiki articles or links in the reference below that would tell you give you an alternate explanation they made a map of all the pyramids in the world and there were like two in the united states i don't know where they would one looked like it was in the middle of the country they yeah, but they, they didn't like, like in get ohio into or something like that they or, got a pyramid uh, there's some other there's some indigenous people's um i guess uh structures that are out there that are sort of, you know, in the mystical realm. Yeah. I'm not exactly, I, I'm not 100% sure of where or what exactly they are, but there are out there for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, because people have been here for maybe as long, in the, in the Americas, maybe 20,000 years, maybe 30,000, depending on how they got here. But, you know. That's a hell of a long time, too. Yeah. The theory is that the ancient aliens came down to help the ancient people do stuff, and then they dis would disappear again. Right. They'd go well, back. Yeah. But they kind of, they, they showed them a few cool things, but then, yeah. like, didn't give them electricity or, you know, running water. Right. But they think, like, they came and helped them make the pyramids and then whoosh, headed out of town. Mm-hmm because they needed a place to be able to see from the sky that they would use the pyramids as sort of like pin drops to where we know we need to, we want to go back to whenever they're going to come back, whenever they're coming back. And there's also a theory, a biblical, more religious theory that the, the Nephilim were the, which were the offspring of human women and the fallen angels. These half breed Nephilim, um, which sort of imparted um, technology and knowledge of different things, metallurgy to ancient man also. There are people that believe there are people on the earth now that are part alien. Yes, and there's also people who believe that um, there are Nephilim um, uh, among us. Do yeah. the Nephilim, Nephilim have a look? 
uh, well, yeah, they're like sort of imposing and they cover them up, but they have wings. Is that right? Yeah. And there are people who think there are people with wings on earth today. Yes, that yeah, that the Nephilim are, are real. Not gonna have to look that sort up. of evil. Yeah, N E P H I L. That they're Nephilim. evil. Oh yeah, yeah. The, for almost exclusively, they are portrayed as evil people because they're the offspring of fallen angels, the ones who lost the battle in heaven, which is not. I don't know if that's in the Bible. I don't think it's in the Old Testament. I think it's in Revelation. Maybe the war in heaven. With uh, Lucifer and his side, and and then you know uh, Michael and the good angels on God's side, and they were cast out, and all that stuff. The creation of hell. Sure. Anything? Any ringing a bell? Any of this? A little bit. <laughs> the casting about hell. I definitely have heard about. Sure, sure, yeah. I've heard about that mentioned. But uh, yeah, well, I remember Hector. He used to work here. Yes. Got freaked out when he was talking about the Nephilim. Oh man, yeah, Nephilim. And uh, he was saying that they have O negative blood. Oh. So I pulled out my O negative blood donor card. It freaked him out. He thought you were Nephilim? I think for a second. He, he was checking you for wings? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Are, you, are you more likely to believe that aliens have already visited the planet or ghosts are a real thing? Hmm. Wow, okay, that's that's a good one. Um of the two? Yeah. Uh I would say the aliens more than the ghosts. That the aliens have already visited. Yeah. Rather than ghosts. More than ghosts, yeah. Now I haven't seen either one. Yeah, me neither. And if I had the choice, I probably would choose to see an alien rather than a scary ghost. Uh, but not, wouldn't the alien be scary? Or you feel like they could have killed us already if yeah, they wanted exactly, to, so yeah, they're probably right. not yeah. mean to us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm in my head I have the benevolent aliens. Because, again, if they were not, they could have already done whatever they pleased. Right. Um, You know. And I've we've talked about panspermia, you know, that, that life on Earth was seeded from some other... Either the universe purpose, purposely or accidentally from some other um, place where life already existed and it arrived here, either was uh, put here by another civilization, uh, very advanced, or it arrived just hanging on in some meteor that somehow made it into our solar system and landed and had all the organic material necessary to start life that's panspermia um you know i would i would believe that is a possibility panspermia mm-hmm. uh your boy george nori's on a lot of these episodes of uh oh i'm sure he is yeah he's good yeah, he doesn't he seem crazy at all no he doesn't he there are i listen to him almost every night and what's uh, he on abc or 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 used to be abc then they switched i forget when but he's been or on OR. And then there was that one year when the Mets were on OR and they then used to replay the Met game. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Crazy, right? Stupid. And I hated that. Right. They took away like, no George Norrie. <laughs> to replay a Met game in the middle of the night. Yes. Yeah. Insane. I, Howie was the only one who liked it because he used to like uh, be able to critique himself right. later on. But um, yeah. 
Um, yeah, George Norrie almost every night. And he, you know, such a wide variety of these sort of, you know, off topics. Conspiracy type things? Oh, yeah. You know, from Bigfoot and aliens to... What's a, a George Norrie topic that you heard that you think is that they've nailed it? Oh, there have been things that I'll listen to and, you know, uh, and I'll then go and, and sort of research the yeah. guest to see if he is, you know. Got real credentials. Yeah, if he's got some real cred, real street cred, or is he just, uh, you know, out there? Yeah. So, you know, there's been, you know, there's not many that I'm like, wow, you know, but occasionally they do have a, a less fantastical guest. I'll have like a, an actual, you know, uh, rocket not rocket sciences but an astronomer someone who is in in actual has actual scientific credentials that will be talking about this or that and those are again not they're not as fun in yeah. a way because i'm not talking about crazy stuff but they are interesting and then does he take calls for the guests when he has oh them, yeah he, he does. does yep and it's just people nuts people in yeah. the middle and, of the night and then there's this there again just like we have yeah there's this guy from this old fella from La Jolla who calls all the time I forget <laughs> his name and it's like oh my god so he has his again. regular callers yeah, too yeah 100% and then i forget his first name but he's somebody from La Jolla California and he always comes on just i don't know if i could say this but like sucks off the guest and the host <laughs> all the time <laughs> And then, oh, thank you. It's so great, uh, you know. And then, and then he always says, uh, first a comment and then a question." Oh my gosh! And then there's this young, and he's, you know, I would guess over seventy. Yeah. And then there's this younger kid from Denver who uh, George Norrie always trumpets from, you know, that he's got a younger audience, <laughs> uh, and he's a twenty-three. Wow! And, and he always, and he's picked up on the older fella from La Jolla's a comment on a question thing and he does the same thing where he just praises them and then like oh it's but they, they have their regulars for sure do they run a lot of commercials like when you're driving in do you is they, it's it's like they have a they have a hard clock yeah which we would love yeah i love a hard clock but they, uh so i know when you know to, to to i can basically go from 10 after to about 28 29 after straight solid that's nice and then then the same thing on the other side from about like 30, maybe like 37 to yeah. near the top straight blocks. Because he comes on, first of all, it's the OR news, then it's his open, and then it's a break right out of the open, and then the long segment to a hard break at the bottom. And then when they do the same thing, they do like a local little thing, some spots, he comes back for the bottom hour open break again immediately and then comes back and then goes to the top. So I know, I know how it works. Yeah. I used to do it when I would listen to Howard Stern on uh, K rock. I would know when he went to break, I could play two songs on my like iPod. Right. And but you didn't back. know when the breaks. Were. I didn't know when the breaks were. No, he did not have a hard clock. No. All right, Eddie. Well, let's... Did, uh, did we get to all of Gina's questions? I think so. I'm sure once she hears it, she'll go, you didn't even forgot to ask about it, and I'll have, we'll have forgotten. Well, so I got to start... the booming celebration. Yeah, I got to start writing stuff down when we watch this. Uh, let's do the warm-up program. Sure. I did that with CeeLo. It was mostly just me screaming about mm -hmm. baseball.
right? Oh, yes. Yeah, it was mostly that. Tilting at windmills once again. Uh, What is it? Tilting at windmills. What's that mean? Meaning uh, Don Quixote used to, he would see the windmills and he thought they were giants and he would try to go fight them. (laughs) So, Yes, I was fighting some windmills (laughs) this morning. Uh, all right, well, let's do that. Uh, Jerry will be back tomorrow, though. I'm doing the warm-up show with CeeLo because yes, Jerry's getting back very late and will be here Although later. Although the last time I thought he would. Did he actually do the warm-up with you the last time he was going to do this? Or I forget. I thought he was going to yeah, take I don't a remember. nap, and he didn't. Yeah, he didn't take a nap, yeah. Right. All, right. Uh, all right, so we'll see you tomorrow. See so- What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey Siri, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm joined by Mr. Christopher Lepresti today. I have no idea where Jerry is other than he's with Rutgers somewhere. Indiana, I think. Oh, yes, Indiana. He did tell me that yesterday. Uh, to play uh, Indiana University, Bloomington. Yeah. Yes. I was there one time I, when I was going to Indiana State University. We went, a group of us went to Bloomington to go to the uh, library in uh, in Indiana, at Indiana How about University. That? Yeah. Nice town. I could never have gotten into Indiana University. That's really? why I went to Indiana State. Is it that hard to get into? No, I, I was just that poor at oh. uh, t- test taking and uh, this sort of thing. Okay. My SAT scores and GRE scores. Not good. By the way, you'll be stuck with me again tomorrow. Okay. Because I think Jerry said he won't be getting back to about 3 o'clock tomorrow morning. We'll he see did. a little two-hour nap in. He did let me know about that. We got a couple. <laughs> uh, it's going to be an odd day. I'll give you tell you right off the bat. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a strange one. You well, got, smorgasbord. Uh, uh, yeah. It's like the middle of the summer for whatever reason. <laughs> we got Geo doing a solo show for two hours. Right. Six to eight. That's going to be awkward because anytime I've been in the <clears throat> producer room when a show, host is doing a solo show... They look at you the whole time. Yeah, there was no no one else to look at. It's so awkward. Yes, I you and Eddie hide. will be getting a lot of eye contact from Geo today. The worst was when, like when Craig would host a solo show. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he would just stare in there the whole time, like stop staring yeah, at me. Right. And then you got uh, Keegan Michael Key, the actor, comedian, uh, the sort of fella, R- sort of fella. Yep. Yeah, uh, he'll be in from eight to ten half, with Geo. Half day for him. Half day for him. Yes, that was half a smart pay thing. or. I don't know how that works. Oh, okay. It's a great question. Yeah. You know this place. We'd oh, probably well, try not to pay him at all. Why do you think I asked? He's probably doing it for free. That's yeah, what most people do. I would imagine that might be true. Uh, CeeLo, I was so <clears throat> excited when, because yesterday when I did this uh, program with uh, Jerry Recco, mm-hmm. all signs were pointing to a, a deal was going to be done. Optimism abound, yeah. Yeah. This is like Christmas morning for you right yeah, now. Yeah, and I was slightly yeah. disappointed. I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, so, you wanted games missed. I want games missed. I want people pissed off. I want baseball to get a grip on itself and realize who they are, who they really are. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are, baseball? Yeah. I am so excited they're missing games. They're missing uh, the first, so far, the first two series. Such a weird way that was delivered, I thought, by the way. How so? Because, 
I mean, series vary for like the, for example, some teams will play opening day or normally would play opening day and then have a day off. Like if that opening day is in an outdoor cold weather city for April and they build in that rain day, right? Right. Other teams don't. So there's not like they all, everybody's on the same schedule right out of the gate. So it was just, I, I would have thought they would have said through this date rather than two series. But I guess because of the, uh, what, you know what? That part is irrelevant and too complicated to try and figure out. Right. Let me don't, let me not stand in the way of you uh, venting about all. I need the entire season canceled. The that's entire season. The entire season. Okay. The game here, game there, series. That's not going to do it for me. Why does it have to be the entire season? Because I need a revolt. There's already going to be there's, a revolt. There's not. These people, everyone nah. comes back. All the old people come back. The young people don't. Not immediately. Well, you better go away. I mean, did they did they come back right away after 94, 95? No. I mean, in this... I came back in 2007 in after In this that. town, we did because we had the Yankees, and they yeah. were good. And then they were in the World Series, and you know, the Division Series in 95, World Series 96. There was a lot to get behind right away. We're just... Listen, we're in... It also is not the mid-90s, by the way. Right. Yeah, guess what? Guess what, Yankees, Mets, and baseball? We got other things to watch. That's right. You know what I watched last night? A terrific uh, documentary on uh, Netflix called Worst Roommate Ever. It's about these people. It's about you? No. It's about these people who who uh, uh, f- find uh, somebody who's looking for a roommate uh-huh. and then become squatters and they never leave. Right. It was terrific. Did you ever watch Friends? Friends, yes. It was like when... Uh... Joey moved out, and Chandler got the room. He's a famous actor. He got his a roommate? name was Eddie. Okay. And he was a total loon yeah. freak show. And Chandler had Joey move back in, try to throw him out. And yeah, you like, can't. The guy actively like, what are you talking about? And they were like, yeah, we got rid of you. Like, but wait, no, my stuff's funny episode. Squatters have all the rights. Oh, yeah, he was, he was, he was a squatter. This was happening down Jersey Shore, too. People were renting uh, homes for the summer. Yeah, and, and then never not leaving. leaving. <laughs> and you can't throw them out. Sure you can. No, you can't. What do you mean you can't? You cannot. Wait because you can't throw somebody out. out of a home. Time That's out. correct. You own the home. Correct. You rent it out. Yes. There's a contract that correct. has a time a time limit, does yes. it not? It does. The contract, hey, I'm here for a week. I'm here uh-huh. for a month. So what do you mean you can't throw them out? You cannot remove someone from a home and make them homeless. You can't. I am telling you that's what this whole thing is based on. There's a house one block from me down the Jersey Shore where the person has been in there for a year. So you're saying these people... Found a loophole. They're yeah. not vacationers. They're people without home. Hey, I but it's not a rent- loophole. If you rent a room in your house where you and your family live, no, and that lo- person decides not to leave, yeah, you but, can't throw no, them no, out. No, the loophole is it ha- would have to be somebody who doesn't have another residence. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what. Well, you just said you can't make someone you homeless. Can't make someone homeless. But if you're someone right. who already has a residence somewhere, you wouldn't be homeless. All right, fair point. So that's what I mean. That's a, then a bad job by the renter. For not doing the due diligence of the background check. No, of that but individual. most people think just like you think. I own the home. I have a contract. Yeah. Get out. I would Doesn't think work that, that way. Yeah. Doesn't work That's that way. That's great. I, so anyway, it's a great, this is what you'll be watching instead of baseball. Yes, what you'll be watching instead of baseball. Yeah. And and <laughs> baseball, by the way, baseball, worst timing ever. No one cares about your stupid league. You got <laughs> Russia invading Ukraine. You got vaccine versus no vaccine. Mask, no mask. Yes. Trump, Biden. Democrats, Republicans. Conservative, liberal. Cats and dogs. Fox News. Living together. Mass CNN. hysteria. Everything is a fight. We're over it. Yeah. I'm sick of fighting. And, you know, I brought this up with Jer- Jerry on the post-game podcast yesterday. Oh. I was listening to a podcast, in another podcast. Mm. Uh, uh, he, uh, some guy was a guest on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Panic. 
I've mentioned Joe Rogan. <laughs> Everyone cancel everybody. And the guy was talking about how it's very weird that uh, Jeff Bezos, and I, I Googled it, He he's worth $203 billion. Yes. He owns Amazon. Uh, yes. He's the know. owner. Right. His workers are making $15 an hour. That doesn't make sense. Some of them, yes. Right. That doesn't make sense. I suppose. So in this case, a lot of people would go, I'm on the side of the Amazon man or woman boxing up my products and shipping them to my house for $15 an hour while Jeff Bezos is shooting himself into space on a (laughs) wiener-looking rocket. But I'm sorry. Baseball? We're not on the player side. I heard Emmanuel Creaky. Who's Burbari? Who's Who's we, by the way? We. The people. What people? Me. That's you. And my okay. followers. I've got followers now. Okay. And all of your I'm followers are on the owner side? Yes. All right. Because I'm sorry. You're making $50 million? Yes, I get it out. Get lost. All right, Al. Seriously, Al. get lost. Let me pose it to you this way. And this is no disrespect right. to the Amazon workers. Okay? No yes. disrespect to the Amazon workers. Are people using Amazon, going to Amazon, yes. paying attention to Amazon because of those $15 an hour workers? Yes or no? No, we don't okay. even know they exist now, until we uh, think correct. about it. Now, are we tuning into baseball because of the yeah. owners or the players, the front office team no, employees? The players. That we, well, there you go. Okay, that's and they're their being, leverage, right? And they're being compensated. Mo- some of them are. All very of them well. are. No, not all. Of them. Yes, all. Of no, them. it's not true. What's it's what's the true. minimum salary someone's making? Well, now they're proposing to raise well, it seven hundred thousand dollars. Oh my! Oh my gosh! How will they yeah, possibly? Yeah, of course. Al, you know how long it takes Eddie to make seven hundred thousand dollars? I don't think he's ma- he started here in nineteen eighty one. Yeah, and I he know. still didn't hit it. Yet. Trust me, you're preaching to the choir here. It's oh, all right. relative, though. You have to grade it. I on don't a care. Scale. No, it's not but relative. Yes, it is. It's yes, not. it is. Yes, it is. St- and this is this always goes to my goes back to my thing. Mm-hmm. Baseball cannot stand on its own paying those salaries based on their fans. And that's what I need to collapse to make myself happy. Okay, but that's a different argument. Your but, whole no, it is because your whole thing about where do they get the money from? No one's watching. Correct. The people that, that's fine. That's all well and good. But that's it. But if but on the player side, and it's it's collectively bargained, right? They're they're represented by a union, so it's one side against the other. That players' union is saying, you know what? That aside, the bottom line is. You, the owners, you, the league, have X amount of dollars. You're bringing in X amount of revenue. And I understand team by team, the books aren't open unless it's the Atlanta Braves. It's private stuff. But like Manfred yesterday, oh, the last five years have been real tough for us, you know, from a financial standpoint. The pandemic we get. But prior to that, they were raking in record highs, all-time highs in revenue. That's okay. But again, the players are looking to get a percentage of what the league is bringing in. Okay. Are they not? I guess so. How does that work in every other business? You're going to walk up to Odyssey and go, oh, I see you guys. It's not, a, f- it's, uh, n- it's not every other business because. But it is. No, it's not because many businesses don't have don't have employees represented by unions. Some do. And we've seen, for example, like we've had what? MTA strikes. We've had, um, you know, law enforcement strikes. People that are represented by you. And it, and it inconveniences right. all of us, right? On an right. everyday basis. But now also. Supply and demand, or or what else? Who else can step in? Al, I we belong to a union. Well, I don't know if you do, but I, don't. I okay, fine. So I belong to SAG AFTRA to come and be on. You don't think I'd love to say, hey, I want to draw a line in yeah, the sand. So I want to be paid more money, right? Because Odyssey's stance, and this is not, I'm not knocking them, and not just Odyssey, but other media companies would say, okay, yeah, 
You don't want to do the job. We'll just find somebody else to right. do it. But baseball can't do that because the, whatever they call them, scab players or bringing it, it's the people aren't going to want to watch and consume because it's not the same level of product. Correct? But people, yeah, well, correct, correct. All right. But they're. That's the leverage the players have. They're using that. But they're acting like they've got a huge audience watching baseball. I don't, they don't think they're as concerned about the audience as the as the finances and that knowing, hey, baseball, the owners prior to the pandemic with media rights deals, to your point, right? What regardless of where you stand on whether baseball should be getting paid as much money on media rights deals or, you know, Grandma Jane who's paying for her cable but has no idea that she's paying for the Yes Network Correct. and S Y. That is entirely that is not the responsibility of the players. The bottom line is that's money that baseball is bringing in and the players want their chunk of it. And and it's hard for me to blame them. Yes, I understand. 700 grand a year. Where do I sign? But I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not a major league baseball player. I'm not at that level. So for me to compare that to my own situation or any other everyday Americans situation is apples to oranges. All right. It just is. Who here at WFAN Mm -hmm. has the most leverage uh, um, on air talent wise? I'm Boomer Esiason. Exactly. Geo. Do you think when Boomer goes in and does his negotiations, Uh he's looking for a percentage of a percentage of what Odyssey takes in for the year? That I can't, Hell no. I can't speak to. I can't Hell speak no. to that. I don't know. Because you know what? This place will keep rolling. Um. Yeah, it will. I mean, I guess it would depend on who they replaced Boomer with. You know why? Because in the same way, he doesn't have millions and millions of people following him. He's got a good following. Uh-huh. But so does the brand of WFAN. Right. Is a brand. Did this place think when Chris Russo left, oh, my God. When Craig Carton left, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, we just kept rolling right along. And we'll keep rolling right along. I hope so. One person is not bigger than the brand. All right, well, So this place is a brand, person, WFN, baseball's that, that a brand. That would be like if, if Max Scherzer, you know, put himself aside from the rest. And by the way, you know, we can, we can talk about greed and whatnot. I, to a certain extent respect and admire what a guy like Max Scherzer is doing because he doesn't stand to gain from this lockout, by the way. He signed his contract. He's at the end of his career. Right. He's going to get paid a boatload of, boatload of money by the Mets for the next couple of seasons. And he's in there with his sleeves rolled up, trying to stick up for the younger players and the players that are looking to bring in minimum salary or the star player who can't get to free agency until his late 20s because MLB has control over these guys for the first six, seven years of their careers. That's really what this is about, in my opinion. Uh, I do, you know, when you asked earlier when I said uh, nobody sides with the players, mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to get, and I haven't listened to the I think a lot station. of people I don't think you're players. getting calls going, I support the players. I don't think you're going to get that. Oh, I don't think there's going to be a revolt, but I think, I'll put it this way. If you put up a poll today. Yeah. Two choices. Okay. You're either on the owner's side or the player's side. I would be willing to bet I think that the players would definitely win. And what? I would say, yeah, I would. No. Landslide. Uh, okay. Well, land, uh, let's, landslide. let's do that then. Let's well, make I'm that put it on. Do it. Make it a warm-up show poll. Or All no, right. that's, that's a little early. We wouldn't get enough. Right. Enough we're not going to get enough. I'm gonna I would say... I'm gonna. I'm going. I would say fifty-five percent minimum for the players. I'm That's going my guess. Thirty percent for the players. Okay, I'll be very <sighs> interested. And you know what? Players. Maybe I'm. Maybe I've got my head in the sand. Players suck. I'm <laughs> sick. Of, and here's the other thing. Where's my? Not that I've already canceled cable, 
But where's my refund for the Yes Network? Where's my refund for SNY? Yeah, you're not getting that. By the way, they're going to tell you they offer other programming besides oh, baseball. Garbage. Well, that's, garbage. That's what they're going to tell you. That's the same as the, you know, oh, I, I, uh, the example you gave me about the people owning the homes and the squatters. There's yeah. always a loop. There's always the fine print. It's always there. Goodbye, There's baseball. There's always an excuse. Don't come back. Don't let the door <laughs> hit you on the ass on the way Says out. Says the guy who's like, oh, Goodbye. W- right, Eddie, WFAN's brand, and we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll Imagine be fine. baseball goes away. All the baseball talk on this radio station. Yeah. No, the Yankees. And hey, guess what? Yeah, they just, yeah, let's yeah, guess do what? away with them. They're guess gone. Guess what will happen? We'll finally... Get younger people listening, because all we do is complain about old people, mm-hmm. and old people hit past the age of fifty-five, which is out of the demo. And then what? Are guess the... who's listening to baseball? Fifty-five-year-olds and over. So guess what? It'll force the people here to not talk about old man sport. We get younger. We get all the money. Fair. So now Woo! here's my follow-up to you. Yes. What will what will we then want to talk about with that no younger audience? Tell me what what the sports what? that you guys normally say ah oh, nobody cares about we don't want to talk about Guess that what? when I sit in here and try to do Nets highlights yeah. or Ranger highlights no one cares all- move on let's get back to baseball in the NFL NFL you can't talk about the NFL oh, 365 oh, really? days a year oh really there's something called NFL on Sirius and NFL Network Television. 365. Yes. There's also MLB Network on television Which and radio. Which no one watches. There's and NHL no one Network. There's Golf no one, Channel. No there's one. NBA. All the sports have their own yeah. TV and radio channels. And no one's interested in anything. About, as a masses, no one's interested in anything but the NFL. Okay. So let's just do away with all the professional sports. Correct. Okay. There you go. Correct. Al Dukes has solved uh, Correct. professional sports for us. Baseball disappearing would do this place a favor. Yeah. Because it will force everybody who thinks... We have to talk baseball. No, we don't have to. It's New York's a baseball town. No, it's not. Look how many people are watching Yankee games, watching Mets games. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. You got a random uh, Thursday night uh, football game between two scrub teams. You're getting 11 million people. Yeah. A, a, a Yankee a high. Like, yes, Al. One game a week compared to seven yes, games a week. Yes, but that's the point. Okay. It can't survive. I'm not, we're so not get lost, that part. baseball. <laughs> Take your stupid yes networks and SNYs and regional sports network that we're all paying for. And shove them up your. Get lost. Yeah. We'll see you never. We've got football. I got football news every day here. Right now you do. Yeah. Sure, I do. Sure. Every day, mm-hmm. football news. Doesn't something get, people talk doesn't about. Doesn't it get exhausting, though? It at does. some point, like yesterday, I'm doing updates for the, the other it job. It does get and exhausting. It's like, it's like I'm literally putting in the update that Packers GM Brian Gutekun says there's no update on Correct. Aaron Rodgers. It's a story it's that there's update. no update on right. Aaron Rodgers. It's an update. Like, that's boring. So's baseball. Okay. Boring. Fine. And guess what? We're all revolting against it. Oh, there you go again. Yeah. Oh, everyone's oh. Uh, everyone's on the owner's side. Okay, then, all then revolting you know against baseball. Wow, I'm making fifty billion what are you, dollars Craig a year. Now? Yes. Wow. Well, he stole that from Marty Lang. Oh. Wow. What? Your yeah. words, not mine. He did. Okay, he took I'm just, it I'm just being clear. Directly from Marty I'm just Lang. being clear that wow. that accusation did not come from me. That's Correct. from your mouth. Okay. Well, he knows that he took uh, hello listen, from Seinfeld. He, I've just sometimes be he takes things he enjoys. Yes. And then I'm taking it. I'm taking the third way around. You're taking the essence. Got it. The essence. Baseball. So please, please. You got to take that sweatshirt off. I think you're probably you're getting a little sweaty over there, a little hot under the collar. Going to need a little deodorant before the show starts. You better not make a deal, baseball. You better cancel the entire. They're not going to cancel season. the entire season. 
oh, they weren't going to cancel opening day either. Guess what? Canceled. Canceled. Who said they weren't going to cancel opening day? Some, are you talking about the yesterday people. morning? No, I'm saying the people. By the way, I do believe as the day went along and all of a sudden the leaks started, it was a masterful, well, I don't say masterful because we kind of see through it, but it was clearly a shrewd PR move on baseball's part, yeah. right? They work into the wee hours of Tuesday morning. Word leaks out. There's optimism. They're close to the finish line. Baseball, oh, in good faith, they're going to extend the deadline. They're going to meet again and go get back to the table on Tuesday. And then all of a sudden, players make their proposal. And now, oh, their tone is different, this, that, and the other thing. So it's clearly all spin from the league, right, to make it look like the players are at fault and that they're the ones that were dragging their feet at the 11th hour. And then Manfred gets out there with the press conference yesterday telling you, that, oh, our fans are our number one concern. What a load of crap that was. And as they're going to the press conference, he's smiling and laughing on camera. Get lost with that. And then they go to Tony Clark in the players' press conference at 6.30 on MLB Network and ESPN, and they stayed with them for about, I don't know, four or five minutes and then cut right out of there. All right. You don't find that interesting? I don't care about baseball. Well, we know they that. go away. I'm talking about from the like the PR media standpoint. They both suck. Okay. They both suck. Why don't and we guess get to what? your NFL news Guess then? what? <laughs> we talk about replacement players or whatever. 90% of every team could be filled with replacement players. We wouldn't know. They call guys up all the time. You've never heard of them. Each team has one or two, maybe three guys yeah, that, right, that, right. That, that the national audience we'll is familiar with. We fill out entire with. teams with replacement te- players and no one would notice. So we and take Aaron Judge is, out. And no, no, Stanton what I'm saying is Yankees are a different... At Monster. Okay, Fernando Tatis Jr. We take him out. We take okay, Mike but, Trout out. No, we take no, go, go, uh, Bryce Harper out. Fernando Tatis Jr. What about him? I'm saying the Padres have probably two or three guys. Manny Machado. The rest are a bunch of nobodies that if we replace them with somebody else, you wouldn't even know. Is that where we're going to get into a, a war argument now? Wins above replacement? I don't know what that means, but <laughs> that's what, what stat, I mean that's is what war is. You've heard about war in baseball? Has a couple of guys. Eh, depends on the team. Right. Depends on the team. Okay, who's on the Pirates? Are you filled with oh, Pirates well, that's replacement the, that's players? That's the gist of what we're talking about here is these smaller market teams that can't keep up with the likes of the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Mets, and they want they want to then, you know, take money from the luxury tax. And Manfred told you yesterday, we have a payroll disparity problem in the game, and this is how we keep it from, you know, altering the competitive balance. Have some balls, So baseball. is your issue really with the Yankees and the Mets, or is it with these, you know, Fugazi teams in the small market that want to spend any money? My bottom line issue with baseball is they are not paid based on the amount of eyes they are drawing. No, they're paid based on the amount of money that the no. owners are bringing in. Right, right, right. But they're based on, and that money is based on being paid by people who don't watch baseball through their cable. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm bothered by. Well, for now, that's the case. And if you are a good quality sport. Have each person that wants to watch okay. pay for a subscription. All right, so then, You'll be dead. Let me ask you this. Dead. So we just found out the other day, even though I know Craig and I haven't talked about it multiple days ago, I think from the same graphic you might have tweeted out, yes. that the Nets are among the least watched yeah, of course. NBA. So do you have a problem with how much Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and all I those do. guys make? So we get rid of the NBA too. Well, if they want to go on, if uh, yeah, yes. The NBA... <laughs> Yes, because here's the other interesting thing. Because I looked uh, into that with the Nets ratings on Yes Network being yeah. legitimately 
bottom garbage third, bottom three quarters of the i looked league. to yeah. see what yes network paid to them mm-hmm. like 60 million dollars for what must be working for them somehow we don't know we're missing how because it's because we're all going my cable bill here you go yes network seven dollars seven dollars seven dollars seven dollars <laughs> for 50 million people have the balls to pull yes network and sny and if i want it i'll pay for it you will be broke broke that's how many people watch baseball broke got it eddie tells me we need to break okay or else i think you might go till geo may not have to come on till eight o'clock my rate you're going let's go yeah baseball see you never <laughs> i hope you never come back <laughs> or come back and if we want it we'll pay for it this is the self-proclaimed met fan by the way the last week he was that jerry referred to you as a met fan yeah and then you see you never. Hope you go away yeah. forever. Guess what? Gone. Not watching. The, by the way, I haven't watched a full baseball game. I understand. Years. I'm sure a I lot ju- of people that love the sport haven't watched full games because there's other ways in which to consume it in exactly. this day and age. I consume it in four minutes. Right. Or 15 minutes. Right. Or through highlight pack. I mean, there's many Correct. different ways to do it. No one's interested Doesn't mean in people watching don't care. your stupid game unless you are a senior citizen. Senior citizens watch baseball. Okay? Let's take a break so we can get to all your football news. No, I'm coming right back to this. All right. Bunch of losers. Uh, Solo Geo at the top, which is, (laughs) what are we doing? Maybe you can co-host the first two hours with him. I'm not co-hosting back. He can sit back, wind you up, and just watch you go. You think it's the summer with the amount of days off everyone gets. This is always the dead period. Between the Super Bowl and the NCAA tournament, you act like this is new, and there's no spring training pitchers and catchers to talk about. I've got no Aaron Boone, Buck Showalter sound for you. Oh, let's just turn the signal off. Careful now. God. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shows back. <laughs> Screening the first segment. Uh, oh, hi, I'm Al. Uh, CeeLo joins me today. Jerry's uh, in the great state of it, blooming in Indiana, in the great city of Bloomington, sure. Indiana, for Rutgers. Why'd Indiana. you pick this song, Mister Go Away Baseball? Oh no, because it's so great. Baseball's so great. Uh. You gotta hit the ball, touch them all. Baseball should be broadcast in black and white. Why? Because that's who's watching it. Old people who still have black and white televisions. Okay. Baseball's doing WFAN a favor if they go away. Because then we'll, there's a, a, a false uh, sense that you have, it's WFAN, you have to talk baseball. Says who? Says the people that have called the radio station wanted to talk baseball yeah. for the last 25 years. Right. And guess how old those people are now? Older. Older. Yes. Time stops for no one now. Right. We're getting older. 
with each passing second. I'm almost out of the demo. I'm 52. Mm-hmm. The demo is to 55. How about that? With 25, 54. 52, I got two more years. <laughs> and I'm not even watching it. You are not, yes. I'm watching Worst Roommate Ever on Netflix. I think we've I established Netflix. you're kind of your own breed in a lot of ways. I got Netflix. I got Discovery Plus. ID Channel. ID Channels. Yeah. I got plenty to you, do. Yeah. Then watch Boring Mets. Every night in the summer. By the way, I there's an extent to which I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I'm I, I'm very down on where. Forget the labor stuff. On just where the game is. Yeah. I don't find it all that enjoyable myself. Well, so what are and we I've doing? And I've said that. Then? It's not about what you and I are doing. It's about what the masses are doing. But the masses, we know what the masses are doing. Uh-huh. This is what's not on, not computing. Okay, for me. so uh, so maybe. There's you a falsity what? because of the money involved. Maybe you're ahead of the curve. I'm and way ahead of the curve. At some point, it's going to catch up with them. How's I am that? way ahead of okay, the curve. Okay, so isn't that even more reason then for the players to get this deal hammered out now so that when the shoe drops, they're not left out in the cold? They're not in the cold now. Again, it's all relative. Relatively speaking to what they've grown accustomed to, to what other prof- – like uh, it. I'm going to go uh, down the hall today right. and ask Spike, can I see – Yeah, I know. How much money WFAM made last year? Because I would like a percentage of that. Yeah, That's of nuts. I no. get it. I'd also Why? like a raise because of inflation. But, you know, if I go back there and ask for that, I'm going to get laughed at. I get it. Oh, but shouldn't you get $700,000 minimum salary to to take a couple swings and then head back to the minors? <laughs> Trenton Thunder? I don't think it works that way, but I understand your point. When you go back to the minors, I think it reverts to oh, what the minor league. A is. real salary. I think. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. Once that's it, one day in the show, and then you're like grandfathered in. I don't know if it works that way. So many Maybe pe- it does, like, honestly. I don't know. Your take on baseball, a lot of people have that take. Which take? That the game needs yes, to change. It needs work. Okay. Yes, so doing And the, the, by the way, the players are pushing for some of that in the negotiations. But, but they're, they're, they're not real changes. They're not? No. Okay, so not, what would be real that, changes? They can't go like when they go, um, we're uh, uh, good news. If we do this, uh, uh, games will take six minutes less. That's not a game changer. Bless you, CeeLo. Thank you. We need major changes, but the 80-year-olds go, well, then Babe Ruth's records can't count. <laughs> Shut up. No one cares. What kind of made, like, give me one that you think that would be a Seven great inning games. Change. A hundred games. Uh, okay, I'm good. Listen, I'm good with that. I think you the season shop- is entirely too long, especially if they're not going to expand the postseason. Like right. a lot of, and I love that you know we get all people get up on their high horse about baseball, too many playoff teams. Meanwhile, I mean football just expanded, and that's yes. but like the NHL and the NBA, it's 16 out of what 30 or how many hockey teams are out there. So it's not like this is unprecedented. But what's different, of course, is that the regular season is is a marathon in baseball. Yeah. It's double what the NBA and the NHL play. We're in a, a new era in the world where mm-hmm. baseball is still old. You know what I mean? They're never adapting. They just don't adapt. We're in a short attention span theater kind of world, and baseball's still doing four-hour games and 162 of them. Yeah, see, but that's not, that to me, that's not old. That's something that's developed in in recent time. The length? Baseball, the, the length, just the way in which the game is played, the analytics, the strategy, all of that is, that's new baseball. That's post-steroid era, number-crunching baseball is yeah. what that is. It's not the game I grew up loving, not the game I grew up playing, it's not the game I've 
attempted to coach to young kids over the last 10 or 15 years. And, and because kids watch the pros and want to emulate them and play the way they did, just like I did when I was a kid, you're seeing that filter down into you know youth baseball and i think it's having a negative effect but that's another story for another day i was so excited when like people were starting to cut the cord and then like things like hulu tv came out and but they fubo fubo they fell into the exact same trap that cable did which was we need to get people their live sports and guess what now those packages are the same price as cable no they're not they're close not really they are the package itself. Now, mm-hmm. if you combine internet costs right. well, with you that, you got to combine things. Yeah, but it's two different. I'm saying, what's your monthly? What was your monthly? We, we, we bill? went over this like yeah. last week. Sixty-five bucks, or maybe it's seventy now. I don't know. It's seventy. Fine. Even plus so. your your cable, plus your internet. Mm-hmm. You can get that again. But meanwhile, you if can, I go if like you this, shop around. You can get reliable, good internet for thirty bucks a month. You for can't two years. shop yes, around. Can. Yes, you can. You have to be willing to change and go back and forth and say, you know what, Fios, I'm not going to pay. You know what, Optimum, I'm not going to pay. I'm going to go to somebody else. The majority of people, myself included, mm-hmm. have no option. I have one option where I live, as most people do. Okay. Then okay. I can't. I can't. So now I can't shop then around. Then I'm in a different situation. Now guess what? They could tell me that cost one hundred fifty dollars a month, which they did. Okay. I can't help Now I that. can't shop. Exactly. Now you can't shop around. So people... And that's somehow baseball's fault. It's not baseball's fault. So whose fault is it? it no, it is, it is, it is, it's cable's fault because they're accepting the Yes Network and ESPN telling them it costs 6 $7 a month okay. per subscriber. And your theory is that somehow impacts your internet price as well? It does. It does inter- impact my internet price. Then it sounds to me the like more your issue that... is more with the... Cable and internet my companies. Inter- that my issue with is with baseball. baseball. Your issues with a lot of people, a lot of things. My issue is honest. with sports. <laughs> the only one my that can survive sports. on their own. You're in the wrong. You're in the wrong field. The wrong no, business. I'm in then you're not. I'm in sports. Yeah, you are, but you have all you do is you have problems with it. You hate it. You want it to go away. It drives you crazy. I don't want it to go away. I want it to earn the money it deserves. That's all. Okay. It's very simple. And you don't want to apply that to a lot of situations I'll apply in this to every situation. country and world? I'll apply it to every situation. But a lot of situations, no, you can't else, affect or impact that in a lot of ways. Nowhere else is somebody paid not based on what... It's like we're on CBS Sports Network. Yeah. Do you think they would survive if Big Daddy CBS wasn't pumping money in there? They wouldn't. Okay. They wouldn't. Okay. So that business itself is not earning its own money. So why does it exist? Great question. Why does it exist? There must be a reason. Because. It's not good. As, as Bruce Arian said yesterday about possibly trading. I'll tough, tell you why it exists. Bad business. I'll tell why you would why. it exist? I'll tell it, you why it exists. Why? CBS Sports Network? Yeah. Because they still get money from every subscriber. Much less than Yes every Network. Subscriber. You mean every subscriber. Every cable subscriber. Okay, cable subscribers. So where Yes Network gets $7 a person, mm-hmm. they might get... A dollar. Okay. But there's 50 million of them. Yeah. All right. But if so, somebody, if you asked people, do you want CBS Sports Network, they would tell you no. Most sure. See, I'm, right. again, that's the, what I don't you like. You said people, you know, the live sports that, like, I want CBS Sports Network. Right, I want the live it. sports. Pay for it a la carte. If there were an option to do that, I would. Because right. well, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the reverse. I don't need the other channels on, on cable. Correct. I don't. Correct. At my stage of life with my kids, I can stream everything yes. that I need for them. Right. That's me, so though. why are you paying for them? Because I have to. Right. You don't. 
But I do. You've decided you have no, to. No, I for what I do for a living, I need but to. But little by little, <clears throat> I'm trying. Guess what? To not everyone to get does it. this for a living. I I'm I'm telling you, I am the I am not the so in the, in the majority. The, I'm in the minority. It started. What I'm saying is, it's starting yeah. to fall apart. Right. That's why I told you, you're ahead of the curve. I am and ahead when of the curve. When that catches up, right, and and it affects the bottom line of these. Sports sports leagues. I am ahead of the curve. Who, so maybe the players are ahead of the curve, and they're saying, they're, "Hey, before the shoe drops, right. all right, okay, I want to get paid." But they're getting paid already. We're all getting paid to an extent, right? And their extent is much further. You can't compare. I'm sorry, <sighs> you, this is a silly argument. It's not though. It is. It's not. Not when you compare. You have to. You have to look at. You see, you're trying to apply. The cries Logic. from the baseball players. No, you're trying oh. to. Com- I mean, I I get it. I get it. You're trying to compare the situation the MLBPA finds itself in to everyday people. Yes, and in or their everyday business. But but it's not because their their business, their employer, the people that signs the that signs their paycheck is benefiting from the service that they provide for X amount of dollars. So they're just trying to get what they feel is fair. And also, by the way, as I referenced earlier, it's not just a bottom line number. It's not just a we want X percentage of the pie. It's how is that allocated? When is it allocated? Not just for the Max Scherzers and the Garrett Coles of the world, but for the, let me give an example, uh, who's a real good young player who's under team control that hasn't signed an extension. Like, like um, how about before last year, the Glaber Torreses of the world? Those guys. Or Aaron Judge when he first came up. The fact that now it's, well, I mean, should the Yankees really invest another seven years in Aaron Judge? You yeah. know, he's, but that, but is that Aaron Judge's fault? Yes. How is it his fault? Be better. He went, to, no, no, it's not about being better. It has nothing to do with Why? that. Why would he they went? He went to college, it? he got drafted, and by the time he got to the big leagues, started his service time right. clock, which is another aspect right. and what of this. And what did he make for that? He, I don't have the numbers in front of right. you. He made good money, grand. but not, but not market value compared okay. to what players of his caliber who were able to reach free agency made. So I, the, to that extent, that's where I do side with the players, and I understand their argument. They're trying to even the playing field amongst their peers is what they're trying to do, and I get that. I think that's fair. I really do. Because because a guy like Aaron Judge now, if he if he goes like when Robbie Cano left the Yankees and went to Seattle, and we all ripped and criticized, oh, you know, he took the money, blah blah, blah. and look at him now. He's, you know, pe- people criticize, oh, you know, this, that, and the other thing because he went and he wanted to get his payday, so he left. Aaron Judge might leave, and then if he signs a seven-year deal and at 35 can't stay on the field, who are people going to be ripping, the team or the player? The player always. Right. So do you see I how it's a, no, it's a backwards system? No. If you could, when these guys are in their prime or entering their prime, if they could get a contract that's you know commiserate with where they're at in their career and their abilities and then you don't have to pay them on the back end when they're a million years old and they're a dinosaur the Yankees don't have to pay Jacoby Ellsbury to go away and never be heard from again I think uh, Aaron Judge is driving a Datsun no Al we get it oh he's making I understand all right money guys you know they got jewelry and nice cars and nice clothes and they fly private we get that we understand not just baseball players that do that by the way right but the, I'm Boomer Esiason. Okay. <laughs> but the other people are earning their money being paid by Tom Cruise makes $10 million a film. You know why? Because the film makes that much money. Because no. people go to see it. No. There are plenty of films. Star actors get paid a ton and they tank and the film loses money. All right. That happens. 
It's it doesn't, but their business isn't built on it. This business is built on that they're not earning the they're not earning their money. Yeah, we got entire businesses. We gotta go. Okay, bye. Oh, you're such a troll. You really are. You know all the words to this one? No. The Wiz Kids had won it. Bobby Thompson had done it. And Yogi read the comments. Those are the same people still watching baseball today. Rock and roll was being born. Rock and roll was being born. Right. Down on the corner, the national pastime went on trial. I'm talking baseball. Klazuski camp. Get lost. Sue. Sue. You ever been to Cooperstown? No. Not interested. Figured. Not interested. Were you at some point in your life, like as a kid, oh, you ever yeah. ask your parents, yeah, very please into... go to Cooperstown? No, for whatever reason, I, I never uh, thought to want to go there. Ironically enough, the one time I was there was at the, as we now know, the height of baseball hypocrisy. Right at the end of the 98 regular season into the playoffs as McGuire and Sosa had just wrapped up the home run chase and the Yankees were uh, getting ready to face the Padres in the World Series. And I was hook line. They had all the, you know, the bats and the cleats on display from McGuire and Sosa. And I just thought it was the greatest thing ever. Right. Whoops. (laughs) And now they won't let him in. Right. I'll go to the Baseball Hall of Fame when they put Pete Rose and all those uh, roid guys in. Then I'm in. How about the uh, guys from the Black Sox scandal? Put them in too. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Just give me a museum full of old stuff and I'm in. <laughs> in a non-baseball related Yes, news, let's do some other things. I'm liking this uh, new Giants GM, Joe Shine. Shane. Shane? Yeah. Might want to learn his name. Well, uh, he's open to uh, trading anybody. Yeah. By the way, the, the notifications on my phone, I must have gotten four of them. Giants yeah. are open Ooh. to trading Saquon Barkley. Yeah. You don't say. <laughs> Someone will give us something for the guy who did nothing last year. Correct. No offense to Saquon. No, I feel no bad. Offense. He got hurt. It's not his fault he got selected where he did. Of course they'd be open to that. Right. They're $30 million over the cap. Correct. Get him out. Although they say it seems like Daniel Jones is not available. Yeah. They gave you the classic. He's our starting quarterback right now. Right now. And Kadarius Toney, they seem to think, uh, is their guy. Who, by the way, uh, we also learned just today, texts um, his rap songs to uh, Dable. Yeah. For Dable's like text, for you know, talking about the offense and what yeah. kind of routes you're going to run. And he's like, yeah, hey, he's let me like, uh, give me a review on this yeah. uh, new, 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 yeah. new rap song. I just yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm doing in my offseason. I'm not practicing catching balls. I'm doing well, rap songs. Well, could be songs. doing both. Rappers want to be athletes. Athletes want to be rappers. Yeah, we're never, we're never happy. We're never satisfied. That's right. Right. We always want to be always something, want something else. More. Yeah. Just like the players. They, well, they want more money. They want more not money. Happy, not satisfied. I wonder what Geo's take will be on this today. You'll find out in you about think he's seven minutes. Pro player or pro owner? I'm going to do that poll right at yeah, 6 o'clock. I'm very curious. I, I say minimum 55% for the players. Let me ask you this. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Odyssey Sports Minute. What do you want to ask before I throw No, that? no, we got to go. Okay, throw. Amy, throw. Uh, MLB. Screw them. Lots of other sports to occupy. <laughs> Love it, Amy's my gal. All right, Al, you got, uh, I don't know, a couple seconds to do some more complaining. Go. Okay. Uh, well, one more quick complaint. <laughs> sure. Tom Why Brady, not? you're retired or not retired? Stop. Something's up there. Just answer the question. WFAN and WFAN FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.